This is Generation Green's Wildflower Project, the podcast that starts conversations to create connections on this journey we're all doing called life. Together, we can grow through what we go through and bloom in spite of it all. So let's be like wildflowers and see where the wind blows us. Hello and welcome to the Wildflower Project. I'm your host, Sherry Sobey, and I'm sitting down here today with Shelley Pfeiffer, who is a travel agent here in Winnipeg. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. So this is not just any kind of travel agency. Uh, you have something called Fun Seekers Ladies Travel. That's right. And so it is focused on women, obviously, and group and solo. Is that correct? It is. Yeah. It, I'm, I do mixed groups as well. Okay. Um, but I, I do focus mostly on ladies travel and solo travel. So why? Why? How did you get into this? Oh, well, that's a long story. Um, I like long stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, to keep it short, I, um, I wanted to be a travel agent back when I was in university. So there I was, you know, 20 years old thinking, I really want to be a travel agent. But I'm a couple of years into university. I go for the interviews and I apply and everything and I'm accepted. But then there's that side of me that no I got to be the good girl and finish my degree so I did that got married had kids travel agent never happened uh, so later on in life because I've been doing this now for 16 years oh wow uh, yeah so later on in life I um I revisited that and went yeah I still want to do that um got myself involved with a uh, a guy that was doing a singles cruise and I said to him you got to hire me to do this and he put a, a toll-free number into my house and he was selling single cruises all across Canada. And I had people calling me all day long. And that fall, I, f I sold like 56 cruises for this guy. And it was great. I learned so much. But what I really learned was the people that were calling me, they wanted to build that rapport when they were calling, but they also, there was a need out there. There was obviously a lot of people that wanted to travel and didn't have anyone to travel with. Mm -hmm. So I first started focusing on um, on singles. So mixed groups, singles groups. But it got harder and harder to get men to commit. Mm -hmm. They they like to book last minute. They don't want to commit six months. Oh, really? So women are the planners. Men oh, are like last minute. Yeah, okay. big surprise, right? <laughs> <laughs> So eventually I kind of, you know, stopped worrying about, you know, saving X amount of spaces for men, trying to fill those spots, that type of thing. There was a lot of women that were interested. I was saying no to them. I didn't want to do that. And I just started doing a lot of um, ladies-only groups. Right. So right now I, I do ladies-only groups. I have some mixed groups. I do a bit of both each year. And I always do an annual solo trip in the winter, which I call Solo Amigos, and I have for 16 years. And that's a, a mixed group, but still, still mostly women. Wow. See, and I love this because I know I've traveled alone and I think every woman should do it. I think it's empowering. It's confidence building. It's a chance for us to be a little self-serving, right? To, oh, yeah, to yeah, do something for ourselves. We do so much. We give so much of ourselves when we have children, have families, yeah. have our careers, what have you, that we everything goes on the back burner. And even, you know, traveling sometimes with girlfriends, I've done that and it's wonderful. I love it. But you're, you're having to, you know, do what everybody else wants to do as well. Like, it's not just about you. So right. I do think everybody should do at least one solo trip. Right. I, I think it is so, so important um, for self-discovery too. 
you know, to to have those times where you can reflect and, and really think about what it is you're enjoying and what you want and what you desire. Um, we don't have enough time or allow enough space for that to happen, I feel. And uh, I know for me, like, I, I actually enjoy my own company. Right. I like being alone. I love just having quiet time if I want to be quiet. I can be really sociable too, but I also love being able to meet new people and and be open to that. Right. So sometimes I think when you're traveling with people, you know, you're kind of kind of stuck in your group, especially if you're not that outgoing perhaps. Right. And you just kind of want to stay. Follow along. Right. Yeah. But when you are open to just meeting and experiencing, it's just so transformational what happens. And then you can meet some, you know, some lifelong friends absolutely and I'm sure that you've seen that happen oh yeah I, I really have I mean people come into the group um a lot of them are a lot of them are very leery when they first you know decide to jump in and, and sign up for you know for one of the group trips because you know they don't know anybody and how's this all going to go um and for some it's just really a huge step so I, I really admire people that take that chance and and take a chance on me mm-hmm. and decide to come along but I've seen so many people that you know started out maybe very quiet very reserved kind of shy very uncertain just blossom in these groups and and then i've seen the women who have had these connections you know they'll call me and say oh well you know i have lunch all the time with so and so and so and so and so and and they met you know traveling in these groups but they keep up these connections now they get together once a month for lunch or these types of things and i I run into them at the theater and i know they've all met on the trip so it's it's fantastic oh that's so lovely that must make you feel really oh it makes me feel amazing yeah Yeah. it it does it's it it does it's it's really uh, gives me a lot of satisfaction and I, i feel really good that that I've provided a, a bit of a service, you know. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I get a mixture of women who are, uh, you know, they are they are single, whether, you know, it's because they, you know, their spouse has passed away or, you know, divorce, whatever the situation. But I do get women who are married as well that their husbands just are not interested or maybe health-wise they just can't do it. Or too busy, you know. Yeah, they're and, not interested. Yeah. yeah, and it's just so, you know, these women, they're, they're, they say, you know what, I have no one to travel with. None of my friends, you know, they're, they're all married or they won't go without their husband or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this is a way for them to, you know, to, to jump in. And even though they're not traveling completely solo, they're with a group, they're still getting that independence. Absolutely. And traveling on your own without dealing, having to worry about a partner, a spouse, children, all of that is just so freeing. Mm-hmm. I, I just find that, um, you know, a lot of them find that it's just they're they're looking after themselves. They can do what they want to do. They don't have to look after anyone else's interests. No, exactly. Because we automatically will do that first. It's instinctual in us. We yeah. just will. And so to be forced almost in a way to do something for yourself is it kind of, once you do it once, I say, it's easy to do it the second time and then the third time and we keep going. And then we still, you know, as we start to practice this kind of form of self-care, which is what it is, it is. Um, you know, it becomes almost something you crave and you start to make time for it in other ways even too. So it is a fantastic uh, thing, I think. And so you, like you said, it's taking that first step 
and you're making it because it's intimidating for a lot of people to go online and try and book something and you don't know. And so to have somebody like you that has all these years of experience doing this, and I, I got to go backtrack here for a second and say, like, I'm so happy that you did go back and pick this up again, because that's <laughs> obviously your heart's desire, your yeah. inner passion. And I want everybody to live their passion filled lives. So I'm, you know, it's never too late. So for people that think, oh, yeah, I had this dream, you know, way back when and I put it on the back burner, you know, bring it back for us. Like, look, take a look at it again. Because, you know, and you know, it might still be what exactly you needed in your life at that time. Uh, Or like in the time now, like maybe it wasn't a good time for it then. But exactly, you're going to come back to it. Kids are grown. And And never too late. Never, ever too late to start. No, never. So and so were you a traveler like on your own too before that? Not really. I was the type that I mean, I'd done a couple of, you know, trips before we were married, our honeymoon, that type of thing. But I was the type that always would walk in with arm loads of brochures all the time, always looking, always dreaming. My my grandmother was a world traveler. After she lost her husband when she was 49. Oh, yeah. And she decided to start traveling and she did. She traveled all over the world and I I guess it never occurred to me that I wouldn't because she did. I just assumed that it would be part of my life that Right, you had you know, this that's example. what I'm going to do. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but I wanted that to be part of my life. And I guess I've made that happen because with the group travel, I go with them. Right. I look okay, after yes. things. They, yeah. they know I'm there to take them through the airports and do everything. Uh, you know, look after things if there's a problem or anything like that. So they like the fact that there's someone oh, along sure. with them. I mean, we always have, a, if we're on a tour, we have a guide as well. But uh, it's just that extra you know, a little bit of someone's looking after me. Yeah, no, 100%. And I can see that especially for, you know, someone that's older, perhaps, and has relied on their their spouse, you know, before to make all the arrangements. Because I, I saw this happen with my um, with my husband's grandmother. Her She didn't even know how to write a check after her husband passed yeah. away. You know, he had taken care of everything. So again, we're going back to that whole thing about, you know, it's never too late and to build that confidence again. Absolutely. And to step out of your comfort zone and, you know, and it, it, it is it's super empowering and and super important and again for the confidence and we just empower ourselves i think um one of the things though that is a big thing for people is is it safe to be traveling you know like especially in europe they start to worry about things like that oh i've heard like there's lots of pickpocketers and 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 that kind of stuff so what would you say to those type of people that are so nervous about well, these things i don't believe in living scared so yes. i want to travel and nothing's perfect and I don't think anywhere is perfect. I feel safer in some of these European cities walking around at night than I ever would in my own city, unfortunately. Really? I just do. But I mean, a lot of it is just mindfulness, um, paying attention to your surroundings, paying attention to your belongings, which we, we talk about when we travel on these okay. trips. But a lot of the, you know, a lot of people, they'll they'll go out together. So if it's a, a free evening, for example, uh, no dinner planned, well, they'll get together in little groups and, and they'll go out and they'll have dinner together and they'll walk around. So you're not really ever feeling like you're by yourself. That you're alone, right. Yeah. Okay. And I've heard this little myth here in, in uh, the Mediterranean, they suggest you wear sunglasses. <laughs> I just was reading this <laughs> because it's an invitation sometimes if you look a man in the eye oh. and smile. <laughs> Well, have you heard this one? <laughs> I haven't, but I would believe that about Italy because <laughs> yes, they are charmers. <laughs> they are charmers, yes. But I yeah, I was reading some of these myths about traveling. Truth or false? I didn't know. Anyway, so I think that, yeah, one of the things that uh, stop people is like, 
you know, from doing these types of things for themselves is they, they have a problem with being, they think it's self-serving. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being self-serving. Yeah. So I really want people to get that out of their out of their heads too. You know, that it is something that is important for us. We have one go round here, know. you know? know? And and why should we just dream and look at pictures? You know, I have some some people, that, some women who contact me on a regular basis. A new trip comes up. I send out an email. They're on my email list. So they get a, you know, they, they know that something's coming up and they'll contact me. They'll ask me some questions, but they never book. Oh. And it's really, and then there's some that have done that maybe for a few years and then all of a sudden they did it. And it's like, why didn't I do this sooner? Yeah. Why was I waiting so long? And I get it. I mean, I get that you're feeling nervous anxious about it i do roommate matching as well for people so oh, what's that like so it kind of well if if they you know there's always a thing on a trip if you want to have your own room normally you're going to pay more for that i try and keep it as low as possible but normally you're going to pay more if you're going to have your own room okay um so for people who don't want to do that i do have the option where i'll match them up with a roommate but most of my clients are in the city i do get some from other provinces but most are in the city so i'll get them to meet for coffee first, you know, get that comfort level. So, okay, I've met my roommate. I'm not meeting her at the airport. Right. You know. Oh, uh, that's kind of nice. Yeah. So they have that comfort level. And then I level. can say, oh, I snore, by the way. Well, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's just asking these questions, yes. you know, that you that you need to you need to ask. And you, then you feel a little bit better, a little less anxious about, you know, actually going on the trip and, and having to share with somebody. So, right. And even then, I find some of those people that have matched up, they've gone for lunch. And by the time they, the trip comes around, they've gone out a few times and right. been talking on the phone and that. So they've already, you know, developed a relationship, which is nice. Yeah, that's so lovely. So tell me about this. Uh, you do have a, uh, a group trip, right? The Tuscan Villa Retreat yes. Trip. That's September 2020. I mean, I was looking at some of the pictures on your Instagram <laughs> feed. And uh, take a peek, everybody, too. So it's Fun Seekers Ladies Travel is what it is on Instagram. Are you on yeah. Facebook as well? Uh, I am. Yeah, I am. I Instagram don't do... Instagram is so much nicer, isn't it? I know. It? I'm not a Facebook person. Neither am I. I just like my Instagram. Because it's quick and it's it just is. all lovely pictures because that's what I attracts me. And you have some gorgeous pictures on there too. So, but this, this was really intriguing. So what is that all about? And this is something you've done before. I have. This is, I'm doing it with someone different this time, but we, I did it, um, it was a year ago, September. I did two back-to-back retreats in September last year um and we had a gorgeous villa in in tuscany and it was amazing it was like 12 women each week and there was cooking class they learned how to make pasta um the food was just amazing the whole time so we had like the food the wine your drink all included so oh my gosh i mean yeah it was it was wonderful great pool um but lots of little excursions as well. So we had a couple of nice vans where we would go out and we'd go into little towns and villages and we would explore um, some of the places we would have, you know, in, in Florence, Siena, we would actually have uh, a local guide that would go through with us and, and talk about things. So it was just just absolutely fantastic. One night we just had this spur of the moment. Um, we were having dinner and we found out that in a nearby village they were having a medieval festival. Oh. And so we just kind of like, Finished up and said, like, we're going to skip dinner for now. Let's hop in those vans and let's go. And we went to this medieval festival, which was 
great. They had costumes on and oh, they were throwing that. flags in the air and they had all this ceremonial stuff, which was really cool to watch because it was authentic. Mm-hmm. And um, and we were able to do that spur of the moment because we, you know, with this type of a trip, you can you can do things like that. So um, just, you know, the women being able to spend that time together, have a week of just retreat, you just looking after yourself again, just mm-hmm. total self-care. And just amazing, amazing memories. So is is this one now available? Like, is it already filled? Or? That one's not filled yet. That one just came out. Oh, it did. I have one next year in Provence. That one's full. Um, wow. Yeah, that's that's going to be an amazing one, too. So that's my first time doing one in Provence. But it's... Uh, it, it's looking like a fantastic week, but the uh, the Tuscan one is one that's just uh, come out recently. Okay, and so take me through like so you all meet at the airport together. Like how do how do you, how does it work? Well, normally, and, and there's you know depends what people want to do. Some people, if they decide they want to go earlier, that type of thing. There are some people a little more comfortable with the travel, but most most of the time we leave from Winnipeg together. We leave from Winnipeg together, and uh, we arrive. We were picked up at the airport and taken to the villa. And you're asking mostly for the villa or just in general? I'm just in general. Yeah, like, okay. So people can expect, like, everything will be booked already. Oh, you, they'll yeah. They'll have their tickets kind absolutely. of Absolutely. Um, what I do, actually, is um, even besides meeting up at the airport, before the trip, I hold, like, a wine and cheese mixer. Mm. So we get together and... We go over our, you know, our travel documents and everything. But again, everybody gets to see who's on that trip, yeah, and they get to, party. Yeah, they do. So it's it's kind of again takes away any anxiety for, especially for people that are maybe new coming in. It's like okay, yeah, everybody seems really normal here, and oh, it's going to be a lot of it. fun, you have right? To do something like that here at Cloakroom, I swear that would be wonderful. I know. You do, yeah, honestly. I know. <laughs> and people just come down here to the exchange because it is such a wonderful area. Yeah. Cloakroom is just such a beautiful space. It's a to, gorgeous venue. Absolutely yeah. Gorgeous. And yeah. it would just, I, I would be wanting just to come for even for the wine and cheese, yeah. just, to, <laughs> just to hear about the trip. Like for those that are curious even, yeah. you know, would be a lovely thing yeah. as well to kind of get out of your comfort zone a little bit. And like you said, sometimes it takes a little bit of someone and talking you into yeah. it almost, right? I know. I know. Yeah. But no, just to be able to kind of have this little pre kind of meet everybody, I think would be lovely if you're yeah. going in a group and, and, uh, kind of start for building your relationships, you these new relationships almost, yeah. eh? Yeah. So, so I you, do like to do that. I like to do a, um, you know, a, a pre-party where everybody can get together. And then we meet at the airport, we travel together, but everything's looked after. When we get to the other end, there's somebody there picking us up. We're looked after all the way. So what a lot of people say to me is, I love these trips because I don't have to think. Yeah. <laughs> no, really. Like if you're going on yeah. a holiday, because how many times I've been on a holiday where I've had to come back and feel like I need a holiday. Yes. Right, because it's like so much to be having to do just while you're on the holiday, and maybe I'm just thinking because when I was with kids. But even I remember, like you know, Vegas. I don't think I could do again. Yeah, I've done it twice. That's more than enough. You never have. I need a lot of downtime. Right, I need time, like quiet time. I need to be, you know. So Vegas was just overstimulating for yeah. me. That it was like I, need, I just feel like I need two days just to recuperate from this. Um, and some people really like all that stimulation. I like it in doses. I like. Right. I need a balance with it. Yeah. So it would be uh, really I, like I'm super interested like I'm asking these questions because I'm okay. super interested in these <laughs> it's like one day I'm gonna do this and I even my girlfriends I were always talking about this you know where are we gonna we've gone out to Vancouver together we've done the Vegas thing together right. it's like uh, you know we're we're do something a little bigger something a little bigger yeah. and a little bit you know more um uh what's the word indulgent mm-hmm. uh perhaps right just 
really a big time treat for uh, for all the hard work we've done. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> really. I mean, we should be having these just for what we have to go through, period. <laughs> I mean, there's just we're just these amazing people that... Uh, we are. I yes, know. that we, we really have to deal with a lot. We were just talking a little bit about that before we even started. Um, so uh, travel essentials, what would you say are your the top things people must be bringing with them? Oh, I don't know. I mean, that, that changes depending on, on the trip, right? Um, For sure, like a good camera. I mean, well, now most of our phones well, have you know great what? cameras, The thing too. is, most people are using their phones or iPads yeah. and things like that um, nowadays. So there are some that still come with these great cameras and everything, but most of us are just snapping with our phones. Yeah, well, that's all I use, too. I mean, now the so cameras easy, are amazing, right? too, right? They have yeah. great cameras. They, they take great pictures. There's even things you can take now um, that give you tips on how to take amazing pictures just with your iPhone. Um, like there's actual like professional photographers even that will just post pictures yeah. with iPhones and they get, have some really great tips do. for doing that too. Yeah. Uh, probably like if you're doing lots of walking tours and stuff like that, then it's obviously really good shoes that you're not wearing for oh, the yeah. very first time. Oh yeah, no, broken in shoes. <laughs> broken in said, shoes, yes. Yeah, I, mean, I always say to people, you know, start walking beforehand like if it's a spring trip or you know in June or something like that start walking as soon as you're able to get out there and get moving or even in the winter go to a mall or wherever you are Mm -hmm. um, get out there and and move because you know you're going to be walking on these trips and all of a sudden you're going to be hey this I'm not used to this. Yes. Um, so you're going to get a lot of steps in. If you're wearing a Fitbit, you're going to get a lot of steps in. Okay. Um, you know, some of these places have, you know, more uphill, downhill, that type of thing. So, yeah, definitely uh, good walking shoes. I'm My group will laugh because I'm a real um, advocate for taking a rain poncho with you. No, it's a good idea. I, I, I just feel like when you have your day bag and you're walking around touring, if you have it with you, it has saved people on so many occasions to have that rather than like an umbrella and it's windy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Because it can it covers your bag, your purse, like it covers everything and you just keep, stay nice and dry. So and they, they're, yeah, they're just so tiny, you can stick them into yeah, your Yeah, you can get your, them at the dollar bag. store. I'm just a big fan of rain yeah, ponchos. Yeah, no, so good idea. I, I hope like we never one. need them. Yeah. But it's nice to have them if you No, if you that's do. a good idea. I would never have thought of that one. Yeah, that's um I I I I think the thing is just not to overpack. Yeah. Uh people tend to really overpack. I'm still guilty of it because I'm a last minute packer and then you just kind of you're tired and you're, you're frustrated. Oh, packer? I am I'm the worst. I'm really? The worst. Oh yeah. I'm See, people, I would think you'd be like so like no, pre-planning everything. Checklist no. almost. I I do make a checklist. Okay. I do. But I'm still bad for overpacking. And I okay. I've gotten a lot better. Yeah. You don't need as many shoes as you think you're going to need. Right. Wear things over again. You know, you're always going to wear your favorites over and over. Yeah. So, you know, don't bring too much because you can always rinse them out, wash, you know, that type of thing. And you need room for shopping. And you always need room for shopping. And people show up with these small suitcases and they're very proud of that. And I'll be like, oh, but where are you going to put your shopping? (laughs) (laughs) Next thing you know, you're buying another suitcase to come home, right? Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I always, I want to make sure that I have gotten a lot better at having my luggage a lot lighter. I still take a big bag because I like to be able to know that if I want to shop, I can. Right, yeah. yeah. And some of these places have amazing shopping. So. I would think like a journal too would be good just because it is a time to be a little bit reflective yeah. and to, you know, talk like, and especially if it's your first time and just like, you know, to remember the experience. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that that would be a really good, uh, a really good thing if you're doing this as a, 
you know, something for you and stepping out of your comfort zone and really documenting that to remind yourself later. Uh, I'm big on journaling too, though. So I think it well, would and I, be good. Yeah, I think there are some people that really are. And I see them with their journals. And even on our, if we're on a coach or whatever, they're, they're taking little notes just because they want to remember when they're writing later, they want to be able to remember exactly what, what that was or where they were. Right. Um, so I do see that there's some people that really are into the journaling so that that's great if you are for me I I don't myself but um but I know that there are some that uh that are really and some of them with photographers where they've got a laptop and they're downloading stuff onto their laptop at night and stuff really like that. we have well we have someone in our group uh she comes on a lot of our trips and we always say that if you can't you know don't worry if you don't get that shot because she's going to get it and she shares it with everyone. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, so fantastic. there's even that. Then you oh. might even not even have to worry about a photo. No, well, <laughs> and some people just say whatever. Don't even worry about it because she sends these amazing photos. And, it, and that'll be for a few months after because she takes so many photographs. And she has them grouped. Yeah. And she sends them out in groupings that you can access a lot of different oh. photos that way. So. That's, oh, that's a wonderful little yeah, addition, I think. It because, is. Yeah, it's just one less thing to worry about. And the, then you get these little reminders that come in and like, you want to do this again, right? Yes. <laughs> it's well, a little absolutely. like, do you remember how wonderful that was? And gets the, the dream going again. You know, one, one of the things I always say is sometimes put down the phone, you know, which, you know, I'm saying camera, but whatever, but put down the, put down the phone, put down the iPad and everything and just stand there and take it all in. Yeah. You know, we were just in China last month and we're standing on the Great Wall and it's like, put everything away and just stand here, take it all in, take in the sounds, the smells, the everything be about in the it. Be in the moment because you're going to miss it. Yeah. You're going to miss it if you're behind a camera all the time or trying to True. upload something or whatever you're trying to do. Just, you know, there's nothing like taking in the moment. You are never going to capture that for anybody. Yes. You know, true. that's for you. Right. And you want to remember that. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that's not something we automatically think, but we're not used to doing that. No. Just stay, go take a moment. I think that's why, you know, people talk about this all the time. Even take five minutes in the morning just to kind of be in the moment and start practicing right. that. It is really important because you don't get this moment again regardless of where you are but where you when you're in a situation like that where it is so moving so life-changing perhaps and just like you said to be able to have something like that just for yourself and then experience like that yeah i mean yeah pictures don't give you that no, for it's, sure it's very personal yeah those experiences are very personal there's been different places where i've just really stopped and taken it all in and thought this is a real personal moment for me. I love that. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, I um, honestly want to know more. I'm going to be looking out um, for all the other things you're posting, but this is definitely on my list. Great. So <laughs> I, uh, yeah, and I could be talking to the girls. I know we've been talking about doing like um, wine tours and things like that too. Uh, I don't know what other tours. All right, how many of these do you do a year even? Uh, it depends on the year. Um, this year, I had a winter trip. Then we did a large group to Croatia. Oh, um, I heard Croatia, which was beautiful. fantastic. Yeah, we we did that uh, in early June, and we had China in the fall. It it really depends on the year. Sometimes it can be three, four, but it, it, yeah, it, it varies all the time. So. I've never even been out of. Oh, I've been out of North America once. I went to Mexico. If you want to, is that even considered? Is that still North America? <laughs> it is. Okay, so I've never even been out of North America, and I've been there once. That's yeah. it. 
So I, so I we need, have to get I need you. To we have get, to get you somewhere. I do. I yeah. need to go somewhere, right? Yeah. I have these visions. I've always worried, though, that I would be disappointed. Like, I want, I, I build it up so much in my mind about what it would look, and I want a completely different experience than what I have every day, you know? Right. So like even, and I get kind of disappointed when I hear, oh, there's a McDonald's there. And I'm like, why is there a McDonald's there? I don't want to have McDonald's when I go to another country, right? Kind of thing. So I, I always worry I might get a little bit disappointed because I don't want it to be anything. I want to have a, a culture shock. Right. You know, okay. I want that. Oh, there's lots of places for culture okay. shock, for sure. I Absolutely. want culture shock. Absolutely. There's not McDonald's <laughs> everywhere, believe yes. it or not. And there's not Starbucks <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So anybody that's interested in you know in these types of trips and and need that little bit of hand holding I think this is something uh, that you should check out and definitely like I said look at her pictures on Instagram there do you have a website too how do people get a hold of you well my website is is uh, funseekers.ca fun like f-u-n f-u-n like put the fun into travel yeah (laughs) funseekers.ca okay perfect and i mean you can google fun seekers ladies travel you'll get that as well but it's funseekers.ca is the website and there's all the upcoming trips are listed on there i'm already booking into 2021 oh my my goodness so all right so i may have to start planning soon (laughs) okay that is amazing and uh thank you so much for coming in and having this chat and and i hope it's kind of gotten a little spark or a little thought in some other people's heads now as they're listening to this lots of people listen to this on the on the treadmill so i i was like okay want to get you off the treadmill here and uh go and check it out and uh yes thanks so much for, for being here thank you very much until next time everybody keep being a wildflower and bloom away (laughs) 